Hey guys, this is Jordan Peterson. Clean your room, wash your penis. Fuck, why did I do that? <laughs> What's up guys? I'm here with my boy. What's up? And uh, we are driving in the middle of an undisclosed location. We're going to Chick-fil-A right now and this is the perfect time for a podcast and getting into a car accident. So from from my cursory view of your uh, your ideology, uh, uh, we, 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 we touched on this last podcast, mm -hmm. but you said that you, uh, or I, I take it that you are an anti-industrialist? Uh, I wouldn't really say that. I'd say I'm more of a, um, and this is interesting, I'd say I'm not an anti-industrialist, but I'm I'm an anti-human anti scale-ist, um, I guess. And what I mean by that is I think, you know, we should structure society in, in a way that uh, is conducive to human scale. Uh, and the reason why I think that is because, you know, uh, the way society, architecture, buildings, all of this stuff is, is built, is, it's psychologically kind of, um, it's, not, it's not built to, to mesh with human psychology. For instance, people really can only have, uh, like, empathy for a few hundred people. You know, our brains are designed. To yeah, be we, 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 we can only like uh, really really know. Like I, I, I've heard it's like 300 something like that. Yeah. Like the, the amount of people that would live within a village. Yeah, it's like somewhere between 300 and 500. I'm not sure, but it, it's not important. What is important is that you know we're, we're designing you know society that's basically antithetical to how human psychology is built, and this is making people very unhappy uh, and very uh, you know pretty lost in the world, and I think it's pretty solvable, or, you know, or not maybe solvable, it might be too late to go back, but we can take measures to, for sure, to, you know, at least remedy this to a certain degree, right? And, uh, so yeah, I guess that's my position on it. Chick-fil-A zesty buffalo sauce, and I got my large fry. Pretty good. Basically, what you want to do is you want to put the fry in the sauce. Let's get it, let's get a close up on that again. The, the fry in the sauce. How's that? Yes. I, I don't know what yours is on huh. industrialism. But... Industrial. Well, I think I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I think I'm gonna piss off a few of uh, the end prims on here, but. Uh, industrialization and its consequences have been a uh, a benefit to the human human race. <laughs> and here's here's why I say that. You have to understand where the industrial revolution came from. Um, historically, it comes from I'd say a, a chain of events, which arguably, when you look at the rest of history, maybe shouldn't have happened. Um, and it all culminated with Britain deciding, hey, we're gonna start deregulating com uh, companies, we're gonna give people, we're gonna stop taxing the hell out of everybody, and we're going to uh, allow people to have more freedom. And not, not in the modern uh, 
like 60s Marxist sense of freedom, but the uh, but a freedom with enshrined responsibility, like uh, a freedom which uh, you could define as the ability to reach, I guess, actualization or or be able to reach a fulfilled state of humanity and not not be uh, like not be held back in a, in a uh, not not in any like uh, or not be held back by the state. So, um, I mean, that happened. You had a basically a free market form within uh, within Britain, uh, for lack of a better term. And uh, and once this free market formed, I mean, it, it's a, it's amazing. You see, just rampant like advances in technology. Um, the new coming engine. Uh, I mean. I mean, the steam engine, that's that's the, one of the biggest ones, but windmills, tons of different labor-saving devices because people no longer uh, relied on things like slavery uh, and, and forms of slavery uh, to, to get what they wanted. Um, and in the system of order in that time frame uh, relied more on human freedom than on, uh, on, on the use of force. So... This this revolution they call it the industrial revolution. I'd call it the the free market revolution. Um, pretty much created a a a society which w- was a more moral society than ones that had existed before it. In that, I mean, I mean, as I said, like morality was more consistently applied. Um, theft is wrong. Uh, forcing innocent people to to conform to your will, like. Threatening people with force, um, innocent people with force to do your will—that's wrong as well. And when when you pretty much stop doing that on a massive scale in Britain, um, they, then well, they they still were kind of an immoral society, but it was a, a greater improvement than before. The consequence of that were the fruits of of, of scientific advancement that you see within uh, within within the free market revolution of the. 1600s onward, um, and it, I mean, you, you, it's it's not necessarily that simple, but that's a, a large part of it. And uh, the, the idea there is, what do you call it? When you when you have a more moral system, the effects of that system will be positive. And I think that that advancement uh, here, advancement is positive. Um, the increase in technology is positive. But that being said. Uh, technology itself is a neutral entity. Um, you can use technology for intense good, and, or you can use it for intense bad. Um, and I guess I guess that's that's my point on that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would say technology is uh, is not inherently neutral. I think there's good technologies and bad technologies. Uh, I think there. I mean, of course, like. You know, many of them are neutral. Like you could look at nuclear power as one of these, right? You could build bombs, or you could build, you know, very efficient power plants. Uh, but I, I think there are some that are that are, uh, you know, objectively bad. I think some of these technologies might be, I don't know, the uh, modern urbanism, maybe one of these things where people are uh, forced to live in conditions that are again antithetical to human psychology right and perhaps you know uh it's not and you know i would i would be a proponent of it's it's not worth it to 
the, the amount of psychological trauma, if you look at, uh, you know, mental illness rates, if you look at, uh, you know, suicide rates that are quickly uh, increasing, if you're looking at, um, you know, diff- uh, if you're looking at just all of these metrics of human happiness, right, um, then, you know, you're not, you're not fulfilling that. Yeah. Overall, very good. system and I don't think that's immoral if, if we have a system that is doing this to people I think it's immoral to, to continue on the path that we're on right well I wouldn't say that that the mo- modern urbanization is a product of, of technology or, or or just just natural technological progression you have to understand why cities are planned out the way that they are um, the, it, and, and part of it is, is a huge part of it is um, due to zoning laws um, and that's, that's one aspect but but having uh, well zoning laws and other other demographic effects on cities which we might talk about later but um, zoning laws okay you have to understand how cities were, were, were built in the past in times where people were far happier and were far more content and had actual communities um, in these societies uh, zoning there weren't any zoning laws. People built where they pleased in the way that communities naturally formed where, where businesses were within communities. And the population of these communities were necessarily smaller. And, and they, were, they were kind of balkanized from each other. Like, like you had one community um, which had a certain group of people and, and, and they, they, they saw themselves as a community. And then you had, if it was a large city, you would have other communities. And you can yeah, kind of see this... In, in, like in Paris, it's divided into neighborhoods, which each has its own uh, governmental structure. I'm yeah. trying to remember what they're called. They're like arrondissements or something like this. I don't remember. It, yeah, somebody who knows French would know. But yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like like that. That's that's a, a good system because you like you have to understand what what makes what makes a community like what's one aspect of a community that we lack today the fact that people walk around to get to get their food to go trade with other people to buy their things um and 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 that, that's one thing like when you have to understand how zoning laws work actually first um modern zoning laws in america they require businesses to be inherently separate from uh what do you call it from uh, from from uh, neighborhood sectors. So you, if if you're uh, if you're a business, you have to build your business in a in a business zone, and then you have to build your residential areas within a uh, <laughs> within a uh, a uh, what would you call it a, uh, a residential zone. So you end up having these huge, just miles and miles of houses, um, which people have no possible way of communicating with each other like realistically and uh and it's just it's just insane like like just suburban nightmare cityscapes um that where 
mean, you can understand wh where where that goes wrong. Yeah, because no, it's, it's and, wild, and, dude. And, and plus, there's nowhere to go. Like, like there's no reason to leave your house because think about it. Like, uh, like, oh, I, I need to go to the store. I'm just gonna get in my car and go mm -hmm. other places. Like, here's here's one of the one of the ways that that cities were designed. They were designed for cars. They were designed. Oh, we're gonna have this efficient allocation of, of businesses here and an efficient allocation of, of residential places there and we'll just have a highway system that connects them all and that is a awful way to, to design a society because and you have to understand bureaucrats think that they know what's right and then they do it and then everyone pays for it that's 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 a constant in in, in the government it's a constant you, you can't name a, a program that hasn't had an un unintended consequence or, or has made the problem that they were trying to solve worse because of some brilliant idea by some dumb bureaucrat. But, yeah, that's... Well, yeah, have you seen, um... Like, I, I, have a, I know a few people who live in Castle Rock, Colorado, and I'm from California, like a kind of a suburban slash rural area. And um, that's been... That was really new going there going to Castle Rock because this this town is something that basically was built in the span of five to ten years and it's it's insane because you there's like a there's like a hill in the center of the you know suburbs you look on it and it's just a sea of, uh, of the same house over and over again as it's far as the eye can see. new suburban? Yeah, no, it's... They have a ton of those in it's California, wild, too. It's, it's, it's insane. It's wild. And then... The it's white really, flight housing units? <laughs> it's it's really crazy because you got the... Basically, only... Um, you only have um, chains. There's no small businesses. There is a small... Um, like downtown area that's you know the old town that's part of the old town right it has a few uh small businesses but like for the most part you know you have to drive like you know 10 15 minutes to get to like strip malls forever there's only strip malls with chains it's, it's like it's like that uh that that yeah. classic picture that, yeah. that picture with the mcdonald like like yeah it's just, it's just a, a hellish uh gas station city stop with like the mcdonald's and the gas station and like everything in one the one picture yeah yeah like yeah. we uh, you know i remember going to you know only pretty much eating except for in and out you know like eating at local local areas then you wanna what sauce is that uh, Chick-fil-A zesty buffalo sauce and then I got my sugar water here well, what type of sugar water is it it's got the dr. pepper I really do like the chick-fil-a dr. pepper they, their mix in their machine is very good the carbon to syrup carbonation to syrup ratio it's really I'm, I'm, I'm digging it when I was growing up so it's just like going there um, for a few weeks before I went to college, right? That was like insane because I was like, "Wow, imagine growing up here! Like you have kind of nowhere to hang out. Like, like what do you even do for fun? You go to Dave and Buster's. You should go. You should yeah. go to Los Angeles, man. Like, yeah. there's literally like, like they, and he, here's here's another big thing with 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 uh, modernity. Like, here's something where I think you're 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 actually right. When you do have this this insane. Um, an insane increase in technology, which lends itself to uh, insane population growth. Um, you do like like you you end up displacing nature, and nature I think is a, is an is a, a crucial part of of human existence. Um, 
And what you see in places like, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's it, what's it called? Los Angeles and, and such are, uh, are that, uh, what do you call it? Nature is, is completely gone. It's, it's vanished from there. And, um, I think one, one, one way to, one reason for this could be, uh, the fact that people don't really, well, maybe people don't really, or the cities were designed, um, without, without, without caring about that. Or they, it's like someone just checked off a box. Oh yeah, we, we, we want nature and here's the park that we'll build for it. Um, and then that's the nature. It's like a small little, uh, <laughs> hundred foot park, like a mini park. And like, I mean, I mean, I'd have to think about why why nature isn't in cities very much, um, or what 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 a way to solve it is. But um, I think that that's definitely definitely a problem no one talks about. You know, it's definitely more um, it's less cost effective than building things like seawalls or barriers. Like you know, San Francisco is is quickly going to go underwater, or parts of it are. Thank um, God. And uh, they could have probably. I mean, you know, there's. In the Bay Area, we have a ton of marshes and brackish areas that are basically shield the place where I live uh, from a lot of the effects of sea rise because basically, like you know, these natural um, phenomenon cause the the sea level rise. You know, they they basically are a barrier, right? Mm -hmm. There's it's insulation against the sea, and you know, if San Francisco was built, uh, you know, more sustainably, they, we wouldn't constantly have to build higher. We would just have kind of like a barrier, to, you know, for the city. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But hopefully, in the in the future, when we we understand that you know there are ways that we can utilize um, you know nature and and other natural phenomenon, you know. And this isn't just because uh, you know, like oh, you know, I like nature because it makes me feel good. It's it's simply because it would be more efficient to have something like this than like, you know, a seawall that you have to rebuild and erodes every now and then, right? And also, you need a, you need a frontier. Like, mod, the modern yeah, man does, does not have a frontier. Like, may, so in, some, in some places they do, in the rural sections, but the city, the city dweller, the c city dwell, dwelling uh, uh, coomer does not have any front, frontier, and thus their, their minds are... are, are the, the worldview is 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 shallow. It's uh, it is only coom. Yes, it's it, yeah. it becomes the 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 uh, yeah. the the worldly pleasure instead of the the soul expanding spirit of the pioneer, and that is what that's what America is founded on. You know, yeah, like like. I mean, I mean, that's that's literally what it's founded on, and it's it's sad that that we we've, we've we've lost that. Mm -hmm. Well. Now the internet is kind of like that, but... Yeah, one of my buddies on... Well, not buddies, but I think I follow him on Twitter. He was talking about how he's like, works in education in New York City, and, like, a lot of the uh, kids, like... Like, they didn't think, like, the, like, mountains and books and stuff and paintings and drawings, like, they didn't think those were, like, real things because they've never really left the, the greater urban area Jeez. in their life. And it's like, well, that's probably how we're going to look at the, the future is that... There's going to be very little frontier and open space necessary for you know like well turned out life. Well, you, well, I, I, I don't think no. That's 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 not true. Um, you have to understand like like the actual spread of, of people within just let's say just America. It's actually very, very. It's not dense at all. Like like the population mm -hmm. density of the United States is super low. Like like 
we live upon strips of highway and the, the we don't go far out from that highway there's a lot of unused land well, even on the highway you you drove out here from southern california i drove out here from from like northern and yeah. like dude it's it's wild. There's there's a, there's a ton of unused land, yeah. and unless the world becomes an ecumenopolis, or people really start becoming desperate for food, which I don't think they will, um, <laughs> then uh, then what do you call it? You're probably still going to have the frontier. Just this, just the the proximity to you will decrease. But I think with 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 future advancements mm -hmm. um you you probably will be able to match the urbanization yeah. um, effects effects of that yeah, you by know, by like being able to like to to get into like a flying car or something and go 400 miles to go to those uh those those pioneer centers but but but, but here's one huge thing that that prevents the, the the frontier not just the proximity but the fact that that you literally cannot do it because every every place that you can go is claimed land or or some public land where you oh you can't leave the trail and you can't step here and you can't pick up rocks and you can't do this like like here's the thing if if you're if you I don't know bro have you, you ever been to like a national park like, okay okay there, there's there's some do a lot of okay shit. I'm talking about like what I know from well, California you can get away with a lot of shit not that I would condone it don't do anything bad in a national forest but uh, <laughs> you can get away with a lot when you're very far away from a lot. okay okay well national yeah. forests are different national yeah. parks are yeah. also, but but here's the thing when you when you own um, yeah. Like when you own private land, but you aren't using it, then you don't really own it. Um, like if, if if you own a forest, and then you're not letting anyone use it, not letting anyone go on it, you're not building anything on it, then that's not private. You don't own that land. The government just says you own it. Says you and, and and you no, you don't own that land. That's public land. Until until someone. Uh, what do you call it? What, what would you say? say uh, I don't know, dude. Like, if I have a gun and I say it's my land and I have the means to do it and you have no means what to are take you, it are from you, are you going to... It's effectively my land. Well... Okay. Right? No, no. Okay. Like maybe, maybe it's not, like, abstractly, like, ideally my land, right? Maybe it's not morally my land, but effectively it's my land, right? This okay. is the same phenomenon that countries have with... And like places like Antarctica or well, Greenland. Well, if, if it's right? your backyard and you you have the gun and you're right next to it, then sure. But if you're like a hundred miles away and you claim this thing and it's legally yours, then it's not yours. Um, but but like you you have to be, you have to be an active active you have to be active in the ownership of property in order for it to be your own. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like uh, like sure, if if you're actively defending it, then yes, it is your land. But if you're not if you're if you're just oh yeah this is my land then I mean you understand where I'm, what I'm saying here right yeah I mean to a certain degree right but I mean what else where are my nuggies so yeah I got the nuggies here and you know these these they're not as um I don't know the crust on them or what do you, what do you call it the breading not quite as crisp as usual so I'm not a huge fan of that but. The chicken is tasting good today. I mean, I wouldn't say that that invalidates like territorial claims to certain areas. I mean, like, I wouldn't say that means Russia. I mean, Russia doesn't own Siberia because Siberia isn't, you know, like, to me, Russia. Like, well, if I Russia? if I step foot if I plant a if I plant an American flag in Siberia and I live stream it, 
you're gonna see, you know, n not good, not good things are well, gonna happen. Who is Russia? Right? Who is Russia? Yeah, the, the the state, the entity. Okay, well, I don't know. I, I don't think. Well, I don't think a state really. They have the power to own it. So I mean, well, okay. Let's let's, let's let's talk theirs. about this. Maybe not morally, right? Okay, but, okay. I don't okay, know. sure, sure, sure. I want to say morally they own it, but they they can exert exert dominance. I don't think that's ownership though. That's like. Uh, Hmm. It's effective ownership. Though. Okay, that's pseudo ownership. Yeah. Moral owner, real ownership requires requires a mor moral moral uh, moral claim to the land, yeah. and also requires uh, use. Yeah. U use or active participation in the land. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. But I mean, let's let's say Russia was just some company, and if you decided to go into Siberia and then take over. Like a, a an unused like a, a house size piece of land, you build your house, and you build your house, then they have no right to uh, to take that land. You you have every right to use force against them, and uh, and yeah. Well, I mean, right now, like that that here's 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 the point. That was I think I'm pretty that that was the 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 overarching idea that most people had up until. Fairly, fairly recent times, like in the in the fifties and sixties, like I was talking with my grandparents, like I was explaining, like, oh yeah, we went to a camping site and there were so like there were like all these rules, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. Like we started a campfire and then the uh, the people got really angry at us for starting the campfire. The uh, the, uh, the what were what those people called? The people with the oh, big hats. Man. You have to you have to consider the year and time and in the context of when the fire was being oh, started. Oh, this is in Colorado. This is oh, it was in Colorado. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay. Um, and here's here's the thing. I, I told them this, and then, geez, man, like their their faces just fell, and they're like, like they became like visibly sad because like when they when they were growing up, their life. Like, like the, the society was nothing like this, you know. Um, it was more of like, like you could do what you wanted. Um, you, as long as you were responsible, you could do what you wanted to do. Um, and it, 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 we weren't held down by all this regulation, all this red tape. Um, you can't, you can't do this. You can't say that. You can't own this. Whatever. Um, like, you could go to a national park, and you could, uh, you could camp out there. You could start a fire. You could uh, do what you wanted. And I mean, that's that's one of the big things, the big uh, things that that defines our time, the the lack of freedom, um, freedom replaced with hedonistic freedom, which is saying, oh, I can do whatever I want, I can sleep with as many people as I want, I can, uh, I can do, I can do all this, I cannot have children, but and then not expecting any consequences, like, uh, I mean. I mean, you wonder, you, you get what I'm saying? I forgot my wallet. So, overall, worth the money. Worth uh, Gusnov's money, not mine, because I forgot my wallet. I forgot my wallet, right? But, um... Fuck. Any last words? Every fucking time, dude. Any, any last words? Just, uh, I don't know. Subscribe to Goosenop.